and we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand because it, because apparently I still cannot speak English good. You know, I haven't had anything to drink alcoholic yet, and uh, I, I, I've got I've got my choice. And you know. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. English becoming a third language in the middle of a sentence is not a good way to start the night. Hmm. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much anywhere under that name, S-A-U-J-I-N. Uh, you can even find me over on the uh, Imaginary Friend Show, the iFriend Show, every once in a while, where every once in a while, I lose. <laughs> Shit happens. It's, well, hey, you know what? If if you won all the time, it would be boring. Yeah, I would like to win. I would like to have better than a fifty-fifty odd. That's basically what it comes to. I actually, I had a lot of fun this past one. So with where, the Calgary Flames for a lot of years, but yeah, I, I know, are. I know, I know, I know. But uh, I, I had a lot of fun uh, the last episode that had gone out where I was on it because uh, Jake went ahead and told us what our uh, what our team name was going to be. And I basically just said, screw that noise. I'm, I'm just going to throw out whatever name comes to mind. So I think Baron Harkonnen was in there. Uh, team name uh, Count Von Count was used at one point. So, you know, it, it was it was it was interesting. It was it was a lot of fun, by the way. Hi, let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody, because, you know, voices in your head. Good to be able to put names to those top left hand corner of North America, Calgary Flames. And and do they have, do they they don't have a basketball team up there, do they? Uh, no. The only team we have left is the Raptors, and that's over Toronto Way. That doesn't count. Then you've got the Washington Wizards, who are constantly going up against the uh, the Harlem Club. We don't talk about Dallin. Good morning, evening, whatever whatever time it is for you. I don't care. Evening. <laughs> you know. I, I honestly don't. Whatever. Honestly, I don't know if I should be recommending alcohol or Ritalin for you sometimes. Oh, just wait. It's gonna get fun. Wait till you see what I got for tonight. Yeah, just you gotta. What I think you gotta do is you gotta. Um, the, the the CPU is running great, but I think the uh, the uh, the chip that's controlling the audio, as in, you know, the, the transition from brain to mouth, you need to upgrade that one a little bit. I've got mine. That's what's in my computer. Why do I have that? Because I've actually got the old uh, chip from Tiny Tribbles in here. So I, I was actually still planning on building a server for the house, but hmm. whatever. We'll, we'll we'll see. I know. <laughs> Down to the right uh, in the Midwest, of the U.S., uh, out in uh, places where uh, invictives come as quickly as running water these days. Bridget, good evening. Good evening. See, I can I can get away with saying that because my opening tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So right now, that's all of us. Unreno Tech is off because he's feeling off. And that's just kind of the way that it is. Uh, Joseph may be joining us. Uh, I guess we'll kind of wait and see. I did see him on Facebook a little while ago. So uh, let's see what happens. Meanwhile. Of course, everybody, thank you for being with us. If you are paying attention and uh, with us live at the moment, which means uh, Felis and Stephanie, hi, guys. Good morning, evening. And, uh, you know, feel free to use the live chat. 
because you know, it's it's a good way of making sure that when we've got people who are dumbasses, we can actually document them in video and everything. Because that was fun that one week. Hmm. Uh, sorry, I had I had I had to deal with somebody on Twitter earlier that was doing a a, a thing, you know, religiously wise, and uh, person went ahead and basically said, uh, "Look, I I'm not religious anymore because I went ahead and I read up about the history of the various churches, and that's what it was that did it to me." And the guy went ahead and basically said, "Well, what church was it you were a part of before you became an apostate?" And my answer to that was when I saw it was, ooh, so I'm just, I'm, I'm paraphrasing now. Now I'm waiting for the no true Scotsman to come through. And he quote tweeted, uh, I'm not quite sure how to, how to really describe it. He, he inception tweeted his reply to me to basically say, well, it's not a real true Scotsman fallacy when we're dealing with theology <laughs> when we're when we're dealing with uh rock solids of theology as opposed to mutable things like race and a couple of other things and I, i'm just looking at this going what rock Sorry. solids of theology i i don't remember exactly what it was uh actually wait a minute let me let me i'll let me, take word salad for 500 alex hold hold, hold it hold i hope you got some screen caps yeah, I'll, I'll see about that. I will. Uh, uh, where is the. Did he remove the tweet? Oh, probably. Oh, please. No. Ah, here it is. It's. um. Well, I, whatever. Anyway, the uh, I'll I'll make sure that the uh, whatever screen caps I can get for it are. But he, the guy actually wrote, "It's actually not a fallacy in this case, as we're not talking about something as malleable as race. We're talking about absolutes in theology." So me looking at it, going, "I am really not drunk enough." <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, somebody else fortunately chimed in and answered and said, "And I love this. This was great." Of course, it's a fallacy in this case, and in any other case for which this silly argument is presented, hashtag appeal to purity. So I felt, I, I basically just said, you know what? I don't need to do anything. Like, like. Thank you. Guy was, guy was you know, I, I love it when that happens. Theology is not rock solid. There's nothing solid around it. It gets even better. Guy was saying that uh, the, uh, the 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 correct and true church is the Eastern Orthodox Christians, <laughs> the ones founded in 33 A.D. You know, after Christ was killed. Whatever. Exactly. So anyway. So uh, let me uh, let me fill you in on uh, what I decided to do tonight because I was looking at the big beer wall over at Wigman's today, and um, after looking over stuff, I decided to go all kinds of corporate, and I got this. Why? Would you do that? Why would you do that? Because, I haven't had a Foster in like twenty years. <laughs> because I want because partly for for a couple of reasons. One. I've never actually had, and on the show, I have never had a 
big big national brand name kind of thing that's had like big big mm -hmm. i mean um the closest thing to that was um guinness yeah. which admittedly is big 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 goddamn name brand but not like it it turned out that we like it but there were a couple of reasons uh, i was thinking about stella but uh it was a choice between stella and this and i've never tried this before and then i saw the size of oh, the can, can. <laughs> here's my hand uh, yeah it's a king cow yeah no and for, for, for we, we for used you. to get those when i was in the air force just because yeah uh, my, my buddy said that's an oil can uh -huh. in size okay and i want to do this only because the people that are watching are going to get the joke those of you that are only listening will only have to basically take take on our our uh our our, our take on it which is this <laughs> uh-uh yeah now uh bridgie you said you hadn't had fosters in years yeah. Actually, okay, the last time I had Fosters, I was still in school, and it was a house party at my buddy's place on a weekend night, and I had gotten an 18-pack. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of beer. And that was the last time I ever drank Fosters, because I put all 18 of those away, still felt sober as a judge, was not, was not, was still, was sober in the morning, but still not really feeling that good, and, um, Actually, no, I had one more after that, and it was like drinking lead. Okay. It was like, yeah. Now, but but again, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair, everybody has different tastes. You know, some people like stouts, some people don't. Uh, some people like IPAs, some people are sane. You know, it's 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 all relative. Yeah. And I just looked on the on the back side of the bottle, and I, I did not know this. It says that it's uh, 750 mil. So that means that this can is the bottle of wine. Uh -huh. is a bottle of wine. And yep. as we've learned, I'm not allowed to have more than one. <laughs> and that's even pushing it just a little bit from crossing oh, the, the end of the night. It's going to be good. Over the water into France. Good morning, Joseph. How are you? Uh, he's probably good morning, Joseph. Can you hear us? I don't know if he can hear us. See, now there, therein lies part of the problem. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll wait for him to. Oh, I heard him. You. Well, you can hear me, but I, I can't. I can't hear. Uh... You can't hear anything. Okay. Well, I'll, go out. Come I'll, back. I'll, I'll try again. Okay? okay. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. You, you know, I, I, I just had a thought. Um, you guys remember Garrett Morris from SNL? I don't. Okay, uh, this is reaching uh, back a bit. This is when, uh, like, you know, they usually do that week weekend update or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, that's you know where Dennis Miller got this got his start. Uh, Kevin Nealon did a pretty good job of it. Norm Macdonald didn't. But before all those guys, there was Chevy Chase. Yep. Yep. And it was like, good evening. I'm Chevy Chase, and you're and not. You're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, does uh, do do you have any idea who might have uh, stolen that bit once upon a time ago? Oh, quite a while. Anyways, that would be me. But there was one part they always did at the end where, and now, and now to repeat. To, now we're going to do a repeat of tonight's headlines, but we're 
but we're going to bring in uh, Garrett Morris uh, to translate for the hearing impaired. And so uh, Chevy would release the headline or would say the headline and then Garrett would shout it as loud as he could. Um, so my, my first thought, okay, so if Joseph can't hear Shujin, but can hear everybody else, you know, and now down to the interpretation for, <laughs> we'll, we'll interpret it for those people in France. What? <laughs> <laughs> and there's Ed from Reboot. All right. <laughs> We're good. Hey, Grandpa, is it true that masturbation makes you deaf? What? Those of you that don't get the reboot uh, reference, yeah, maybe. Somebody, so not, somebody, not at Al. Sorry. Yeah, no, it, it was from reboot. Uh, hmm. Somebody, somebody, somebody put reboot in the in our in our text chat, so I can look that up and, and remember to find that. Anyway, so there is um, there is what Foster's looks like. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, that didn't that didn't spill very well onto my lap. Yeah. How long does it take the kangaroo to make that? Uh, did you see the size of the can, Joseph? Uh, yeah. 750 Five. mils. So that's the size of a wine bottle. So I imagine. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. Anyway. So um, thank you for being with us. And like I, uh, like I tried to warn everybody. I am going to be opening, and uh, this is going to be a very, very uh, not safe for work opening. So for those of you that are um, planning on perhaps not wanting to hear me tear into somebody, now might be a good time to go ahead and skip about five and a half minutes. Just be on the safe side. So with five minutes on the clock... Your five-minute freestyle starts right now because I actually have stuff written down. You guys know full well that usually I don't write stuff down. I just do it off the top of my head. The whole reason for it is exactly this. However, I decided that I needed pieces of information, including this opening piece right here, which reads, and I quote, You pious, self-loathing, masochistic, thickless thundercunt. Are you absolutely fucking kidding me, you old fucking decrepit piece of shit? Really? Seven decades on this planet, and all of a sudden, now you've decided that you're going to go ahead and do exactly the wrong thing? Let me tell you how stupid you actually are. Not that it's actually going to get through that thick skull of yours, you Neanderthalic piece of crap. Let's see. Your state there in Alabama, Madam Governor, is nearly 90% Christian. Like you're going to be under some kind of delusion that you're under, I don't know, persecution somehow? No. However, half of your population is, and you are the one that's actually causing it. Do you remember a couple of years ago in August? Do you? Maybe just a year ago even, that you guys tried to push through a different type of law in order to deal with the whole big scary kids aren't going to be born now. What did you say about it? The Alabama Unborn Child Protection from Dismemberment Act. Remember that one? Do you remember what you said? 
Do you remember what you said when it was blocked in the courts for being wrong? You said, and I quote you, we should not let this discourage our steadfast commitment to protect the lives of the unborn, even if that means taking this case to the U.S. Supreme Court. You know what else you said on the heels of that? Quote, clearly this demonstrates why we need conservative judges on the Supreme Court. And then you went on and you cheered and rah rah for big time beer guzzling Kavanaugh. You motherfucker. What happened afterwards? You went ahead and you wrote and tweeted just this past week, and I again quote you, Today, I signed into law the Alabama Human Life Protection Act, a bill that was approved by overwhelming majorities in both chambers of the legislature. To the bill's many supporters, this legislation stands as a powerful testament to Alabamans' deeply held belief that every life is precious and that every life is a sacred gift from God. You went ahead and signed into law HB 314 in direct, direct conflict with previous SCOTUS rulings regarding Roe v. Wade. Direct opposition. Why am I so pissed off about this one? Yes, it's got everything to do with this piece of shit saying, oh, but I'm just going to go ahead and do what my God tells me to do. Madam Governor, may I kindly fucking remind you of what your goddamned oath to the state and the people therein is? I quote you the words that you were to have said and sworn an oath to, quote, I insert your name here. There's a Delta joke in there right there. That's the only joke in this whole damn thing, other than this woman's brain power. Solemnly swear or affirm as the case may be that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the state of Alabama so long as I continue a citizen thereof and that I will faithfully and honestly discharge the duties of the office upon which I am about to enter to the best of my ability, and I hate this last part, so help me God. What parts of this are germane? The whole God fucking damned bit of it, including, might I add, and emphasize very specifically, support the Constitution of the United States, I will faithfully and honestly discharge the duties of the office. You are in direct breach of your oath of office. You should relinquish that office post haste. And you should never, ever again seek a public office. But then, what do I know? I'm just a guy who reads. It's episode 261 on the docket, Your Honor. Where's fair? You know, we've 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 mentioned before that 
you know, the, the, there is a middle point between points of view. And we know for well that sometimes that middle point isn't really good for anybody. Or it's actually better for some rather than others. And maybe that isn't such a good place to be. There's examples, but we'll come to that. Is it even worthwhile to try to find that? Is it even worthwhile to try to believe that it even existed? What does it even mean in the current day? Is it something worthwhile even? We're going to kind of talk through a good portion of that because um, I am planning on this being a, a little bit more acerbic. And hopefully that'll lead into next week because next week I'm going to be here and hopefully Dallin will be able to take the reins and we'll just leave it open to, you know, whatever the fuck we want to talk about at that point. <laughs> because it's going to be whatever they want to talk about because your reasons. I'll explain about that in a little bit. I did go looking up uh, information about Rafe Badawi. I do not have any new uh, news come through. And yes, I'm, I'm going looking around as best I can. And uh, right now I don't have anything for you. So as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been six years, 11 months, two days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Thoughts and our hopes are still with you and your family. We're still hoping. We're still waiting. So let's see what this, uh, what this stuff actually uh, tastes like now that I've uh, gotten all that bitter taste in my mouth. This can't get any much worse. Much. Oh, great. Beer. <laughs> yep. It's just... It's beer. It's just beer. Uh, damn it. You I'm know what? Just, I'm it's, just wondering if the, the, the kangaroo had to drink Coors first to make it. I'm. Uh, oh. you know what? I haven't. I haven't tried cores yet, so I can't attest to that one just yet. However, it is carbonated, which means that uh, it could have come from a horse first. I don't know. It's carbonated. Yeah, yeah. I also put it in my freezer so that it would chill. Again, it might be a matter of that it's supposed to warm up a little bit more. I've. I'm willing to give it that far, and we'll see. Uh, I believe the expression, however, is. Uh, don't hold your breath. <laughs> so, wow, that's you how just it. need to stick to wine, Shujin. or Guinness, apparently, because oh, or or Yinling. Yeah, Guinness I liked. Uh, the Yinling I liked. Uh, the Blue Moon I liked. Uh, well, wait a minute. The Blue Moon it was much more a. It's it's okay. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. You said it wasn't bad. No, no, it wasn't. It was, it was actually pretty okay. So uh, we'll see. But um, as it stands right now, yeah, I've got uh, I've got three mouthfuls in and it's beer. Uh, well, I mean, to, to be to to be fair, mm -hmm. to be fair, to be fair, uh, it, it does say beer. Okay, so you know it, uh, what it says on on the tin, Your Honor. So, you know. what's what's the alcohol content in it? Uh I don't remember. I don't even know. 
Over 125 years ago. You know what? I don't care. Whatever. Uh, servings. Oh, here we go. Serving size. 12 fluid ounces. Two servings. What? Really? This, this is two servings? Uh, 5%. By volume. Okay. Okay. You know, whatever. Me. Uh, whatever. So, yeah, there's there's all that. All right. So, here's the deal. Item number one. You guys, you guys remember that uh, I we've 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 talked before and said how one of the one of the ideas that I thought was missing from political discourse, and it it, it when I say political discourse, it doesn't have to mean politics it could just mean the interaction between people and the as as far as how laws are supposed to work or what does work what doesn't work that whole kind of thing and the term statesman came up and and comes up every once in a while and we've basically assumed it and accepted it to mean somebody who's willing to talk about all things political and actually consider what the question is, what it means, how the different ways of dealing with the question work, and try to understand better which would have the best success with the least drawbacks. Now, I know I'm glazing over a lot of possibilities and a lot of nuances about the whole thing, but as a, as a real quick and dirty, I think that's kind of a fair way to put it. And, and shows a bit of decorum while doing so. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 exactly right. You know, having having the opportunity to say, okay, um let's let's talk this through and and figure it out. And we've talked about how, you know, a lot of that seems not to be as prevalent in various dumpster fire countries these days, which is rather annoying. Doesn't seem to be the case over in Germany right now, really. Um, but the, you know, that's that's a that's a whole of the, yes. Germany's been in the news. Don't ask. If you don't know, don't ask. Go look it up for yourself. Anyway. But I would like to think that I'm one of those. Pe yes, I'm I'm being self-aggrandizing for a couple of seconds. I would like to think that I'm one of those people that would actually say, "Okay, tell me what your idea is." And let's go ahead and, and figure out what works, what doesn't, and, and work it out from there. I mean, before we even got started with the show, I mean, uh, Bridget and I had a, had a thing. The, the, the particulars about it aren't as germane, but I had gone ahead and said, you know what? I would like to think that I, even though I'm an old white guy who doesn't get any any anymore that's a, we're not talking about that part i would like to think that i'm the kind of person that would actually say you know what i don't know anything about that particular topic for various reasons let me get an expert you know i would uh, for instance if i had the opportunity if if i was in a position where i needed to get an authority on various different things for um for sex i would get in touch with dr ruth I got no problem with that. Why? Because she will tell you straight. 
because she's made a, a career out of being a communicator in the realm of sex. I would be very happy to speak with Bill Nye because he has created a career for himself being a science educator. Is he the most versed in all things scientific? No. Does he have several patents to his name? Yes. Have they continued to be in use till today? Yes. Does that mean that he is not an expert? Well, he's an expert in some things. In everything? No. Astrophysics? No. But he knows how to go and ask other people to help him. And if he can understand something, he can communicate it to other people. Dr. Tyson, same thing. He knows about stuff. Mechanical engineering, maybe not so much. Astrophysics, oh, hell yeah. And he's a great communicator. Plus, I mean, let's face it, his voice is sexy as hell. And this is me. <laughs> I mean, come on, down, tell me. Wouldn't you want to have his voice? Good his, answer. His, James Earl Jones, um, Michael Clark Duncan. Hmm? Uh, if I could pull off that kind of octave myself when I was doing, when I do voice work, I could probably quit my job and go do something else that I really, really like. Yeah, there's that. Bridget, wouldn't you want to, no, I don't think that you'd want to have that voice. <laughs> no, okay. I think the more appropriate question though, would she like to hear that kind of stuff? You know, is it, is it ASMR worthy? Is it? Well. I would let one of them narrate my life story. Oh, easy reader. We, we forgot Morgan Freeman. Yes, exactly. Yeah. See, as soon as I said well, easy okay. reader, you knew, you knew who I was talking about. Yeah, uh, of course, that kind of swerves it off though, because Morgan Freeman is an actor. Uh -huh. uh, he is a great communicator, but, you know, I, again, I don't know what he does outside of acting. Like, what are what could he be considered an expert in other than, you know, reading, you know, reading, electric company, reading. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the children's book that he did a few years ago is classic. Yeah. Um, are we thinking about the same one? Probably not. I, I know the one that popped into my head like that was it Morgan yeah. Freeman. No, no, it <laughs> I like that. Who was it? That was Samuel Jackson. Oh, that did go to. Yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sorry, wrong dude. Oh, we're gonna okay. All hate mail can go over to Bridget Fitch at holycrapthevlogcast.com. Thank you very much. Yeah. I didn't say it. No, you didn't, but you were no. thinking it. So? Well, okay. The, Both of them. Hold for the, the PG-13 writing. And besides, I, and besides, both of them have incredible vo vocal talent. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know? That's true. That's true. Anyway. But James Earl Jones, though, yeah, yeah, and um, who would be who? Uh, oh God, what the hell was his name? Uh the 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 naturalist, uh, BBC, uh, England. Um, shit, the hell was his name? Uh, I can't remember. His name. Attenborough. Yes, thank you. Uh, God yeah. damn. Attenborough. Actually, would... there's another one I'd like to throw on the list. Um, Sean Peertwee. Or Pertwee? Yeah. Um, if you guys watch Gotham, uh, he's the one that plays Alfred. But he's also done a couple of narrations for National Geographic. 
<laughs> now, there was one that he did called Journey to the End of the Universe or Edge of the Universe. Yeah. Hmm. Um, beautifully done. Like, you know, good CGI, good narration. And the, the depth that he did. Like, I, I, I have that one, like, bookmarked on YouTube. I, I watch it when I, um, when I, when I want to watch something like that. Now, they've redone it with Alec Baldwin. Epic fail. Well, no, just some people can do a good narration voice like that. Others can't. Fair enough. And especially when you're, if you're treading on ground that's already been tread upon. Like, for instance, uh, I believe with the Harry Potter audiobook series, there were two artists. One was, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, big dude. Uh, he was interviewed and he kind of went off on God about being capricious and everything. What the, Stephen Fry. Ah, yeah. It was, Stephen Fry did one series. And then this other guy, I can't remember his name, but he's another talented voice actor. Uh, he also did it completely different feelings from the same book. So, you know, again, the, the, both of them were great. Uh, I, I listened to both versions. I was impressed with both. I kind of have to give it to Fry because he had a little bit more range. Hmm. Yeah. When, when he, uh, when he read the scenes of Hermione chewing um, Ron Weasley out, it was quite amusing. <laughs> As it should be. And by the way, Felix is also uh, mentioning Sean Connery. For a voice, yes. I, yes. I, I I will cop to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for this one, but uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and do this one. Oh, God, this is going to, this is actually going to hurt. Hold on. You guys that are, you guys that are listening to it, you're going to appreciate this. Why, pussy, what a cunning linguist you are. Some people are going to get that reference, and, and, and me, I'm just going to have a red face to show for it. So thanks. Damn it! I got. I got. I got. I got. I got to put up. I know. I know where that one came from, but um... yeah. I'm just putting a note for myself so I can put that into the into the into the show notes for later. Yeah. Okay. So now, the, part of the reason, believe it or not, there actually was a reason for me talking about these different voices, mm -hmm. um, which has got nothing to do with this. I'm actually getting to the point where I've still got a little bit of coffee left over my my. Yeah, there's still something in there. I'm thinking maybe if I mix the two. No. Maybe. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Well, Molson Brewery tried that. Dad. Doing caffeinated beer, kind of like you know Buzz beer from the Drew Carey show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, my my review. No. Actually, it gave me a whopping headache. Turns out I have an aversion to taurine. Oh. Hmm. That's interesting. Oh, I just don't do energy drinks. Yeah. Ah, oh, there you go. Anyway, uh, the reason why I was going through these uh, these names of people who speak on uh, in the communications capacity, yeah, I just got a beer burp. Yeah, no, that's done. That's just, I'll just leave that over there. I'll just finish the rest of the coffee I've got. Is because these are people who have been communicators and have been successful at being communicators they don't necessarily need to be actors they just have to have a passion for delivering information accurate information scientifically accurate 
information to people and being able to explain what the topic is in a way that makes sense. I don't remember what the exact quote is, but it basically comes down to you don't know a subject properly until you can explain it simply. And I think I'm, I'm paraphrasing uh, Dr. Feynman on that one because, I mean, you know, it, it's something he would say. You're paraphrasing Einstein, and it's uh, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it. Okay, so um, learn learned something new again this uh, tonight, Dallin. This is this is getting to be a thing, man. Last night learned stuff, learned learned more stuff tonight. I'm doing good, right? Mm -hmm. Even yeah. learned something from me before the show started. We won't repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys want to know what it is? Look up sounding. It's real fun. No, no, it. do not. It's it's perfectly it's perfectly. It's got everything to do with a submarine. Long thick tube. We never mind. We'll, we'll talk about that. Later. Anyway, mm. so people who have been communicators have the have the capacity, have the knowledge, have the experience on how to get information out to people so that they understand what the topic is, and conversely they typically are also ones who are willing to listen, to find out what the new information is, what the latest information is, and to take it in, to process it, and to understand how to explain it out to other people afterwards. Let's face it, you, how, many, how many years ago was it that, um, that uh, God, we still miss you, fucking Robin Williams, uh, at, I think it was live at the Met, Went ahead and, and you know joked about how you take sex advice from a little Jewish lady about sausage, you know it. It was true back in the eighties when she got her start on radio, mm -hmm. and she's been continuing for the better part of what thirty-five years. And let's face it, sex is not a topic that's easily dealt with here in north america for the most part well and it's for it's the getting, most part it's getting worse mm -hmm. i in mean if, areas, uh, yeah. if three particular states uh are to be any example it, it sounds like the taboo behind it is making a humongous comeback which mm -hmm. is definitely going the wrong way yep <clears throat> Yep, and there was also the uh, the thing that Georgia was uh, was also looking at uh, instituting, which was if you and we talked about this, if you are, I, I can't believe I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to intentionally put this in here. If you're female, there's a reason I'm doing this one, and you go across the border of the state to have an abortion and then come back, they want to be able to prosecute murder. you. Mm -hmm. and charge you with murder right now the reason why I, I i i said if you're female is because and i've seen this argument come up already until no what was it it was in a senate hearing over here and i think it was i i think it was kamala harris i could be wrong i'm very likely wrong but the the question to come up can you think of any medical laws that have to do with male reproduction? 
Nope. And, you know, I, I, I even thought about it because it was very intriguing because I don't think that I'd ever had that question posed anywhere nearby me. And it was posed to somebody in a, in a Senate inquiry. And I, hmm. Well, there's laws against rape, I guess. That's not quite what you're asking about, though, is it? No. 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 And and I don't know that anybody's seen the uh, uh, the the cartoon of the whole. Hey, let's let's legislate. Uh, let's let's legislate it so that uh, there can't be rape, and there are guys that are now walking around with uh, with uh, iron pants on with locks on them because chastity belts work generally it's, speaking and it's it's a it's a fact that a hundred percent of all unintentional pregnancies are caused by men ejaculating all of them yep now even the last week i did say that there is the possibility biologically there is the possibility of X chromosome duplicating and splicing into already existing X chromosome. Uh, the possibility is minuscule, to put it mildly, but it is possible. However, the likelihood of there being spontaneous progenation, pro progenate, a, a, bio a biogenesis. No, not abiogenesis. Uh, uh, auto, auto, oh, shit. I forgot what the name of the term is. It was auto. Fuck. I'll, 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 I'll have to look it up I'll, uh, afterwards. But the the possibility of uh, an ovum basically fertilizing itself, though possible, is okay. You, you, you see, you see where you see where Yankee Stadium is compared to me. Yeah, take take a trip uh, down the block over to M thirty eight, that galaxy, and find Yankee Stadium on the fourteenth planet over there. And that's how far out of left field we're talking about right about now. M M thirty eight might actually be over that way. I, I, I don't re I don't remember. It, it's hard to tell. The camera's backwards for me on the screen, but you you get the idea, man. This stuff doesn't, it, it doesn't happen. So, yeah, we guys, I know, not all guys, but we guys are the ones causing the problem. We guys should be the ones solving part of that problem. Because, well, um, hmm, what's the other alternative? Oh, right, uh, women going ahead and completely voting in huge blocks and getting guys out of office so that they can get into office and they can ramrod stuff down the collective legislative throats and get shit done. Oh, does that scare you? Why should it? Because that's what guys have been doing in this country for far and away too long with no oversight. Unfortunately. So what have we got? We got a bunch of people that are yelling and screaming at each other all across North America right now in positions of authority. And 
very few people who are in the position that I would like to think that I am in, who are willing to listen, who are willing to understand, and willing to weigh the benefits and the costs of everything. People like, forgive me for being vain for a second, people like me are not being taken seriously any longer. Why the hell is that even, why is that not even considered worthwhile anymore? Because that I don't, that I don't get. I mean, Dallin, I, I, I can, I can, I can pretty well guess that, you know, if, if I were to say, you know, there are a lot of people who have been saying, well, political correctness is just, you know, being a wimp and why should we take that seriously? You know, that, that kind of, uh, that kind of taunt to the, the people who are trying to be fair minded, you know, that's been going on for a while. We've talked about that before. Well, I mean, God, how, how long has political correctness been the butt of so many jokes? I, I've known this for the past 20, almost 20 plus years. You know, when, when things like, okay, um, when handicap was considered to be offensive and it became physically challenged or mentally challenged uh, for another word, which I'll admit I'm a little uncomfortable saying these days. Uh, maybe, maybe it's working, but you know, this was stuff that happened back in like the late eighties, early nineties. So, I mean, this has been an ongoing battle to, to try to take the sting and the stigma out of a lot of things, which, okay. I, I can see how changing the language can make things a little more, uh, palatable and less, um, instantly repugnant. Uh, just again, the, the, to try to soften the knee-jerk reaction of people. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade on anything here. It's just this is my thought. Like, you know, somebody. Okay, so they're physically challenged. Okay. Um, to me, that doesn't sound nearly as bad as oh, they're, they're handicapped. But 30, 40 years ago, that was the word that was used. So I mean, yeah, the language changes. Oh um, well, don't don't forget. Even before that, the the expression "they're a gimp" used to be yeah, all the rage. Fair point. You know, so a lot of things have uh, it has changed a lot. You know, we're, we're seeing other ones nowadays where, you know, words that you know even thirty years ago, these days are considered. Uh, a very, you know, an insult, you know, but back then, like, and that's, you know, that's what a lot of people have to consider when they start ragging on about, you know, this is the way we are. Okay. You're showing us a movie from 40 years ago. Are you saying we haven't changed in 40 years? I would beg to differ. You know, <laughs> but you're right. There's, there has been a lot of change in linguistics. Um, political correctness has been an ongoing thing. Uh, it seems every every decade, you know, there, there's something else. And every decade, there are people who will joke about it. Like there was a comedian that once said uh, she had a she. I want to point. I want to put a point on that. Uh, 
And actually, it was uh, one of the ladies from 22 Minutes. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay. Anyways, um, she was saying, you know, like, yeah, what's going to happen next? You know, oh, no, he's not dead. He's metabolically challenged. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, oh, but you oh, see, okay. but what I'm saying is that uh, extremes like that were always thought of to be sort of the butt end of a joke. And that has not stopped. You know, do, do I think softening the language a little bit is a good thing? I think in certain conversations, yes. But we also have to be careful about, about other things like, um, okay, you know what? Uh, address the hate mail to me on this one. We've heard the term sexual assault. Sounds soft. Well, the, the problem of that being soft sounding is that it's nebulous. Yes. But when you say rape, that drives it home pretty damn fast now, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, you know? for, for, for me to kind of follow with that, using the expression, you, hmm? using the term, mm -hmm. let me make sure I, I do this correctly, using the term rape, does have, of course, as we know full well, a crap ton of baggage behind it, and rightly oh, so. Yeah. Rightly so. It does. But there, there is still some, forgive me for wording it this way, there's still some nebulosity. Yes. God, I hope that I'm, I'm saying that right. No, and I... To, I, the, I, to the term, only because there, there are, there are, there, there is a lack of specificity of what could have happened. So yes, you get the idea, but at least there's enough to generally accept that contact was made and it was typically, I, I would assume, and, and we know about assumptions, I would assume at that point that when we talk Assault, it could be just touching. Mm -hmm. Rape is penetrative. Yes. And like I said, that's that's where, yes, there's still some nebulosity because, well, th there's a lot that can happen, unfortunately. And please don't, please don't think that my eagerness to get the wording out correctly is my admission that I agree with rape or rape culture, I find it positively abhorrent. I am just trying to find the right terminology, and I'm actually proud of myself for thinking the right terms, I think, and that's kind of a curious thing. I'm sorry, I'll shut up now. The problem with rape is now it's been classified into like 15 different kinds of rape, thanks to the GOP. Yeah, yeah. and that's where... You know, again, and and my only question there is why? Because they're tools. Okay, hold on. What Bridget just said is correct, but there's a couple of different pieces about it. Is she using it? As, is she, is she using it to say that these people are tools, as in they're idiots? and they're paying the asses, forgive me for wording that one, for saying that these people are jerks 
that that Japanese baka. Um, yes, but these rape laws are instruments that they can twist. They are tools. They're like, there's you know, consensual rape and the not really rape rape and the God wanted it to happen rape and the... Yeah, so the okay. has ways of shutting that shit down rape. <laughs> yeah, no, r- right there. The, the, the God wanted it that way? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I, go I, right again. Ahead. No, just again, I'm left jaws agape at yep. the... The chutzpah. No. How do these people... Okay. <laughs> now, I'd, I'd be very interested to see um, like these abortion laws and stuff that have come in recently. I'd like to see how many women voted for these. Because, well, And I would like to see their justifications. And I know a lot of them will be, you know, God this, God that. Mm-hmm. But to, to be perfectly honest, to be perfectly honest, my, my question is, what woman in their right mind would willfully sign away something like this? Uh, the governor of what state was it, Shajan? Alabama? That was Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Woman governor. I got to know why. How, how could anyone... Will well, I, I mean, you know, sa- safety. You know, they'll trade their freedom for safety. I mean, that's been a lot of things for these days. But this here just does not. To me, it does not compute. I don't know, man. I don't you know. know. You, I mean, women. Women have fought hard. I mean, you've got you've had suffrage. Um, there was you know first and second wave feminism where. You know, status, voting, property, jobs, um, equal pay, all of that has been fought for, often, sometimes even with the blood of people, you know, to, to say nothing of a lot of other things. I mean, <laughs> you know, and hey, up up here, we're no different. You know, there's no, a, no, 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 you know, shit. No, but, no, 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 oh, no. Hold on a second. What you guys have done on so many different occasions has been light years more civil than the shit that we've ever gone through. You you know that for a fact, man. Come well, on. Well, okay. Here's one. Dude, the closest uh, thing that you guys have had to a civil war like us was when you came down and you burned our goddamn executive mansion. Oh, Please. no, 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 no. You didn't we have a North and South kind of thing, did you? No, but we did have, um, we've had our own struggles. Well, yeah, that's just because the Quebecois are pain in the asses. That's all. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's as good as I can get. That's yeah. Shut up. No, I want to talk to you about a lady by the name of Nellie McClung. Uh, Nellie McClung, uh, she helped to get, um, to have women in the province of Manitoba to gain the vote in 1916. Uh, And in 1921, she was elected as a member of the Liberal Party in the Alberta legislature. And in 1923, she moved to this town. My point, um, prior to 1916, uh, women in Manitoba did not have the right to vote. And there was a great little vignette about this. 
um, where the premier, a gentleman by the name of Roblin, which is interesting because there's a city or a town named Roblin, Manitoba. Anyways, um, he basically confronted her one day and said, uh, take it for me, Mrs. McClung, nice women don't want the vote. And I think that is where the very first hold my beer moment showed up. As I paused to take a drink of mine. Uh, she started holding mock parliaments. You know, just assemblies in, in buildings or whatever, uh, where women were invited. And she would make a mockery of the parliamentary process. And basically would try to lobby against men having the vote. You know, what would happen if we actually allowed men to vote? Why alcoholism would skyrocket, divorce rates would go through the roof. Madam Speaker, take it from me. Nice men don't want the vote. She gained so much that the next time uh, Premier Roblin uh, was up for election, it didn't go too well for him. <laughs> Can't even imagine why. So, okay. The reason I bring that up is because, okay, sure, it hasn't. That example may not have have been as violent or as dirty as some of the things I've heard of down in the states. But we sure as hell didn't get it right the first time either. You know, and we we have our own struggles. Like we're dealing with with um, Ford. Well, I don't personally. That's not a province. (laughs) Yeah. No, I've, but 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 it, it, he is the most visible. Well, um, yeah, embarrassment. But unfortunately, uh, Alberta just uh, elected a conservative premier by the name of Jason Kenney, and he's becoming a quick close second. And um, the federal conservative um, leader Andrew Scheer, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on about him now. But suffice to say, like we we have to we're dealing with like you guys deal with you know minority issues, you know people of color, um, people of Latino heritage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't want to dive into that well too much. You know, up here we have a large, a significant Native population mm-hmm. of many different nations. Um, I'll admit, growing up, I did see them at their worst. Just, you know, the, the, the ones I met were always completely, you know, gunned out of their minds on Lysol. And yes, that is a thing. That is not a myth. No, I know. Um, a lot of uh, crimes like break-ins and stuff like that, if you were to run the numbers, yeah, that typically who the culprit was. But I've also met ones who were, you know, I worked side by side of them. Great people, you know, friendly smiles. My, my dad knew quite a few. Um, you know, but when I was a kid, I only saw them at the worst and that does leave an impression. It took me a long time to, to get over that, to, you know, to, to get past that and not think of that as part of, part of anything, you know, like it should be, you know, not to say I would be colorblind. But that is not that is not something that I would base I, I should not base any opinion on. You know, like uh, the work I do now. 
I traveled to a lot of places, you know, Florida, North Carolina, um, Oklahoma, you know, and I've worked along alongside a lot of people of color. No problem with them whatsoever. You know, I get along with them. We, we have a good laugh. We, we talk, we, we, you know, we've, we've got a lunch together. There's, there's been no problem, you know, I just, uh, to me, it just feels like such a small thing to, to get worked up about, you know, and I, and I speak of, you know, racist groups, you know, it's like, if that is, if that's what you're basing everything on, then you are, so you're closed minded to the point of, I don't care if we're the same color, you're a dick and I want nothing to do with you, you know, case in, you know, why would I want to why would I want to taint my brain uh, listening to an ideology that is, you know, that has been debunked, defrocked, defrauded, uh, and for most parts deplatformed, you know, completely? Why, why should I? If you've been proven wrong with facts, with evidence, with everything. Why do I need to listen to you anymore? Your, your, your ideology has been proven wrong. Go away. We're done with you. Yep. And therein is, uh, there is where part of the problem is, isn't it? The people who want to hold on at all costs to ideas that they are just comfortable with because it gives them a position of assumed authority because, well, they think that they have uh, a, a uh, authority well, on look something. At what, look at what's going on there, because you've got people who assume that they have authority because they're doing the same as everyone else. Well, and then there's people who. Well, it's funny that uh, the people who actually have a a moral understanding of their their own you know um whatever their whatever claim they're making uh, these are the people with the least authority or who express the least authority oh uh, okay I, I i see where you get that well these um, people they basically they have confidence they have confidence in numbers and um you know the sheep dogs um they're the people leading the 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 people leading the mob so they're the most comfortable where i was uh, where i was specifically starting to think about was okay if we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about people who have been shown to be wrong factually wrong but they still want to hold on to their little slice of authority we look no further than the flat earth society Because there is no middle ground with this. It is simply a one or zero proposition. It is either correct or it is incorrect. I'm not going to go ahead and say true or false because, the, again, baggage is the proposition that the Earth is flat correct or incorrect. Is it proved out or has it been disproved? 
uh, I would assume that most of us would get the correct answer to say that it's not correct to say that the Earth is flat. I would hope. I would expect. Now, there is no middle ground when it comes to trying to say, okay, you've got your position, and my position is that not only is the Earth not flat, it is actually an oblate spheroid. Shit, I hope I got that right. You, you yes. did, and honestly, with some of these people, the second you mentioned those two words, they think you're a big... Oh, I know. They think you're, you're talking all that sciencey stuff now, aren't you? Right. Now, the fun part about it is, and, and Bridget, I don't know if you had heard this one from uh, Michael Marshall and company, there are people who... there. There's at least one person who believes that the Earth is a donut, for lack of a better way of putting it. I've heard this one. Oh, you did, did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen a lot of this stuff. You know, I thought I heard something somewhere that um, some of these flat earthers are actually trying to get funding via GoFundMe uh, to do an expedition to the edge of the world, yep, which, I've to, been, which I've been talking about for, for years. Yep, to one of the poles. Uh, South Pole, I think? I could and be wrong. I, and I say, do it. Yep. Okay, if if anybody who's listening to this has like five bucks to spare, I wish I did. If they had five bucks to spare, get this thing funded. Get those guys out there so that they can finally be seen for the morons that they are. You know, you you could have gotten uh, you could have gotten the guys from uh, from um, the Grand Tour started at three different points on the Arctic Shelf. Everybody with uh, their own compass, and okay, everybody drive north. And all three of them would come within, uh, I don't know, about uh, 25 miles of each other hmm. and probably oh. be able to see each other. Oh, oh, speaking of, I, I, I don't mean to turn this away a little bit, but um, uh, you guys heard about, like, just speaking of GoFundMes and stuff, uh, did you hear about the guy who was trying to raise money for the border wall all on his own? Yeah. And he got like $20 million. Yep. And he bought a yacht with it. <laughs> he bought a boat with it. Yeah. Because legally he couldn't have given the money to the government anyway. But it still got fully funded, and now he is living the high life. That's 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 impressive. Oh, and uh, and uh, and by the way, Felis, uh the West Pole. Um yeah, uh if you go look it up, you might be able to find. I forget who the I forget who the author was. Um, if you go look up the Xanth series of books, yes, the planet of Xanth has a north and south pole, and an east and a west pole. It's fantasy and magic. Ain't got to explain shit. I was gonna say that that would be one messed up magnetic field. Yeah, well, the auroras would be bitching. Yeah, it's true. It'd <laughs> be all over the place. So um, the point the point that I was trying to get to, however, was there is no middle ground. There is the Earth is flat. No, it's it's basically a ball, basically. Uh, and then you've got people that are willing to go ahead and say, no, the Earth is a is a torus or, or, or a donut for those of you that don't want to eat. Uh, no, that's not the middle ground. That's that's a different claim entirely. 
Yeah. And again, no, it's me, not. And yeah. yeah, something tells me that's some idiot who forgot to carry the one. Yeah. Uh, no, he is, is the guy that believed that um, there is a star at the center of that um, empty space in the middle of the donut and trees grow to hundreds of feet and humanoids are 15 feet tall and that's where the nephilim kind of come you get the idea does the donut have sprinkles i don't know that's the important question i don't know it definitely isn't a timbit let's just go with that okay okay dallas smiling he he knows where but but again there is no middle of the ground there now that's the big problem isn't it where we've got people that are willing to go ahead and and take their flag and take their flag and 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 plink it in the ground and say this is my spot i claim this in i claim this spot in the name of mars isn't that lovely and we, we people have to go ahead and say uh begging the colonel's pardon but uh no, that's that's not that's not right. That's not a thing because it's factually inaccurate. Yeah, and the thing is, if you try to counter them, then you're part of the conspiracy, right? Oh, and 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 by the way, for those of you that were uh, trying to figure out what it, what it, what did I grab? I, gra- I grabbed the uh, medieval times flag. Yes, I still have a medieval time. Yeah, our our knight did not win that night. Yeah, pretty pissed no. off. No. And this is one that I still have not got an answer on. So, okay, the conspiracy behind the moon landing. To me, that one sounds like a legit conspiracy because there was was a fair bit of optics involved. You know, I mean, America had proclaimed that they were going to get on the moon within a decade. They did it, but of course, a lot of people are saying, well, no, they didn't. But they made you think they did because they were fighting the Russians. So there's there's just enough of that kernel of a grain of a molecule of doubt. You know, until, there's, uh, you're, there's something around it that you could construct. Of course, Phil Plate goes after it with, you know, a rail gun, but that's another story entirely. Ooh, rail gun. Right. Almost as good as the foal, but that's a whole other thing. Yes. Uh, the I, I believe the, uh, the, the term I was going to throw at you was a nugget of plausibility yeah but a nugget yes but we we have to look at a very very small nugget because anyways but when it comes to flat earth and the whole nasa thing and the fact that you know it's a ring of ice that's patrolled by nasa military which (laughs) yeah what what's the goal what what is the end game of denying that the earth is flat See, if you're going to have a conspiracy, there, there has to be a reason for the cover-up that would keep us blissfully unaware. And the fact that, okay, so, so we, okay, look, think of the tourism industry. If you could sail to the edge of the world and actually, you know, stand on an island as you could watch the waters fall into the cosmos a la Asgard. Are you telling me Disney wouldn't be selling tickets to that shit for and making trillions of dollars? You know, so they could, you know, completely CGI CGI the entire cast of Star Wars and make a decent movie? Oh, wait, where did I go with that? 
scene 38. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Yes. But, but, but to my point, what's, what's the end game? What, where does it come from that the earth is flat and nobody wants you to know about it? Why? What would be the harm in, in, in letting us all know that? I mean, Especially now, fifty. It is almost literally this. Actually, this summer in uh, the middle of July. Yeah, it will be fifty fucking years as long as I've been alive, plus four months, four and a half months. Mm -hmm. So, I, again, it doesn't make sense. No, you know, I mean, even big pharma, you know, the anti-vaxxers. There's that nugget, although we had Andrew Torres on here not too long ago, and he said, what you're asking for is logistically impossible because humans don't live that long. <clears throat> like, so why? I just, I don't get it. Like, yeah, there's no middle ground for it, but there shouldn't even be a ground on that side period because the, the math doesn't support it. The observations from orbiting satellites don't support it. The fact that you can't, the fact that I can't see Spain from here with a telescope supports it. You know, although the, I remember seeing something on Netflix where some dimbo was standing on a shoreline and go, well, they just have math. I can see Seattle over there. It was like 150 miles away. You know, uh, I don't think. That's I I don't think that's that's quite right. I forget how far the the dip would be, but be that well, as it may, whatever I, it was. The, the point is the point is well taken. The point yeah, is taken. The, the point is the guy was so limited in his the the way he said it. Stephanie's got it, and and it's true. But the problem is there's a whole other onion peel to go along with that. When Stephanie's got it. The believers feel better because, quote, they know, and the rest are the mugs. The other layer to go along with that is, cool, they know, great. Now what? Which is exactly what Dallin's saying. Cool, great, you got it, great. So what? What's next? Yeah. And that's 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 exactly and, true. And, and honestly, like, um, oh, there's, there was a great meme I saw where, you know, the the 1990s. You know, we we sent probes here, we took pictures of this, we sent up this telescope, we made all these great scientific discoveries. Then in the 2000s, no, the Earth is round, not flat. And and it's like. You know, I was just watching something about uh, the Juno project recently. Uh, this was the uh, the ship that went into a polar orbit around Jupiter to take all the pictures of it and everything. Hmm. And then it was eventually going to crash into Jupiter so we could get a an up-close and personal reading of what's inside. Kind of like the same thing that happened with, uh, what was it, Cassini and Saturn? Yes. They did the same thing. Um. I'd like to see more stuff like that. I'd like to see us, you know, pushing those boundaries even more without being mired in all of this, you know, we, we, now we have to prove to, 
Jimmy Joe toe jam from wherever that the, that the earth is round. So we have to spend another couple of million dollars to send up another satellite that he's not going to believe in anyway. Like, why can't we know. just shoot his ass up on another rocket? I mean, oh, we, we need somebody to test out the new Falcon, right? I mean, well, you know, I did, I, I did a story on the, one of those guys too. Apparently some guy, uh, he went to sal what is that salvage? What the hell was the name of that show? guy built a rocket in his own backyard he was using it to orbit the earth and take care of drug dealers or some shit like that i can't remember what it was called uh ted cruz versus the universe i mean no it wasn't quite that bad <laughs> there's a there's um, a there's a there's a news story for those of you that didn't know about about that one yeah bridget did you hear about that one the zodiac no. killer wants to go ahead after space uh pirates you heard about that one no uh, oh yeah. wait a minute yeah the space force to get rid of uh, space ISIS or space terrorists. Space, space pirates. Oh, he actually said space pirates? Yeah. <laughs> no shit. I, now, hi, hi, Mr. Depp. Have I got an idea for you? I can see it now. <laughs> I believe the expression I'm looking for right about now is... No, I'm not going to sing it because it, it would just no. be bad. No, I'll, no. I'll just... I'll just Pirates of the Caribbean, the man in the moon. Come on. Yeah, I'll 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 just I'll just make yeah, sure that I yeah. link the uh, the theme to Thunderball and you guys can go ahead and uh, just listen to that because uh uh thank you Felix. Salvage 1. Uh, that was the show I was thinking of. Eh? Uh, okay, it was the story of a guy who ran a yeah, he, he had a salvage yard and he decided he was going to build a rocket out of junk to orbit the earth. And they made a TV series out of it. Um, Sci-fi, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, big time. Thank you. I was going like, there for a minute. No, no, no. This, this was not real. But one of these flat earthers did go up in his own rocket. To oh, try to prove that? Yeah, yeah. That's the guy did the article on. Yeah. And, the guy, uh, steam powered, if I remember right. Or I don't know. All I know is, A, he didn't get it high enough that he could see the curvature. And B, he damn near killed himself doing it. Yeah, but and see, as far as I'm again. concerned, yeah, you know, by all means, go for it. Yeah, and uh, tripping, yeah, we've heard this one before too. Rockets are fake, so if you make a rocket yourself and launch it, are they afraid it'll poke a hole in their dome? Hmm, no, 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 they're not worried about that because the earth is hollow and I can touch the sky or something like that. I forget what the name of the uh, the episode crap. Now I'm showing my age because I haven't seen I haven't seen an original series Star Trek in such a long time. I forgot what the name of the goddamn episode was. That's bad. Mm. Yeah, I want to look it up anyway. Yeah. But, so now yeah. I just I, I don't understand um, these people that you you throw everything at them and they just brush it off like oh it's a conspiracy. Now maybe it does make them feel better. Like, uh, who was it? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Like Stephanie said earlier, you know, the, the believers feel better because they know. And, and of course, you've got the hook, you know. I've got the nutritional secret that they don't want you to know about. Clickbait. Yeah, he was, and that, that guy was a Kennedy too, I think. Um, no, but what it is, they're, they're trying to hawk a product. Now, Flat Earthers, I'm not, I don't know. Are they in the Frisbee business? I, I, I don't know. You know, dinner plates, maybe. 
<laughs> just I'm trying to figure out where's the marketing angle here because you know okay t-shirts yeah okay but anybody can do a t-shirt hell we could do a t-shirt if we just go over to teespring.com um not that I'm dropping any ideas here or anything um you know uh of course anti-vaxxers of course they they can merch with all the happy hippie holistic healing horse shit that's out there well done yeah <laughs> It, it turns out uh, even after the great hard drive crash of uh, 2018, I still have that text file. You've got that one tattooed on the inside of your brain cells right now. Oh boy, if I if only I could. Uh, some backstory: There was a guy who was on the Thinking Atheist a while back. He came up with this beautiful piece of alliteration when describing um, holistic healing stuff, and I rewound that sucker, wrote it down because I figured one of these days I'm going to use it. <clears throat> And I've used it quite a bit. But, um, nah, I, I just don't get it. Like how, and, and it's not actually, you know, these days there's very little middle ground period when it comes to, I, I know I'm talking way too much for the show here, but, um, it just, just look at political views you know, to, to come together these days to be that statesman. Um, it's getting worse. Yeah. I, uh, actually, I just pulled up a website from uh, Pew Research. These guys are fairly well accredited when it comes to, you know, polls and stuff like that. And they were talking about the polarization of uh, the left and the right. And if you don't mind, I'm going to pop this onto my screen share here. Just uh, make this, sure I get the link later. Yeah, but this is the website I pop, I pulled up. Uh, I don't know if you can see it. Let me zoom in on this a little bit. How's that? Cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this year, you've kind of got the uh, the ideological divide between Democrat and Republican. And you can see as far back as 1994, the you know, the, the between the medians, it wasn't that bad. You know, you could actually carry on a debate or a discussion with a person of an opposing political view and present things, you know, at least you're willing to. You're within, within um, viewing distance of each other. Yeah. Uh, 2004. Um, Still pretty close. Not bad. But now, you know, <clears throat> just five years ago. Now, this is the most recent data I could find. But look at that. Look at that separation. Mm -hmm. You know, now, it, now uh, these uh, are for the medians. Yeah. Now, to, to, mm, forgive me, to be fair, the graphs that are there don't have anything that gives you um numbers quantization of the data we're basically just going with a graphical representation of what they've got yeah but the point is well taken yeah it, no it's it, it has been that way yeah now if you look here um so republican shift to the right democrats to the left and here you again you can see um here again, 1994, 64% of Republicans were considered, you know, consistently conservative, uh, 70% in 2004, now 92%. And oh. those that are consistently low. Now, what this is based on, this was a, uh, a 10 question survey, um, on political views. That's how they gathered this data. Um, you know, and again, here you can see the, uh, the, the yeah. Democrats. Yeah, same kind 70, of thing. Yeah, okay, 68. You can see there was a bit of a dip there in, in 2004. 
that they were that a lot of them were a little bit more conservative than there were even you know ten years prior. But then you look at twenty fourteen, now it's ninety four percent. Yeah, and I kind of wonder if uh, if part of the reason why the there is this huge slam between the the ten years twenty oh four to twenty fourteen was that in that time frame in in the in the early two thousands that the Democrats tried to be more willing to listen, more willing to compromise a little bit, more willing to find common ground. And then they got basically backstabbed and fucked over, for lack of a better way of putting it, and then decided, uh, yeah, no, fuck this noise, and we're not going to let you do that again. Well, you're not going to let us fuck you over. Well, we'll just go ahead and fuck you over anyway. And suddenly, everybody's just into their own camps. Yeah, but I, I mean, wonder, but it was the same. Yeah, but it was the same thing on the other side too. I mean, you look at yeah, the, look at the well, exactly. Um. You know, there was, um, you know, a fair bit of sort of equal ground on 94, uh, again in 2004. So this is, we're getting into the Bush years here, you know, where, okay, yeah, you know, the, the wars, wars, plural, kind of dominated everything, which wars are want to do. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're sending your children across the sea to go blow up for whatever reason. It's going to everybody wants it to be over. You know, they want to bring the kids home. I don't care what side of the fence you're on there, but then you got into the Obama years and things. That's when polarization started. Now there could be any number of reasons for it. The fact that, and I've said this before, a person of color made it into the white house that had to twist a few people's testicles up more than a little bit, you know, regardless of what they would say. I, I honestly think that that was a huge point. But that started now. The last piece, or, okay, this is kind of a, a bar graph version of what we just saw. But I wanted to bring this down here. Um, growing minority holds consistent ideological views. Now, I would almost consider this um, extremities, like the extreme. Like we're talking uh, car bombing somebody because they're pro-life or... Um, protesting or threatening with physical violence because they want to talk about universal basic income. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. the, these reactionaries that are going out there and thinking that the only way to solve this is with violence. And I don't care what side it's on, it's wrong. I don't give a shit what anybody says. You know, come at me. You know, gun, bike lock, whatever, it's all wrong. But if you look here, so 1994... We had 3% uh, were consistently liberal, 7% consistently conservative. 2004, now we had more consistency on the on the liberal side than we did on the conservative side, uh, which, which means that like in this gray area here, there was always room for, there was wiggle room. You know, this is my stance, but I'm willing to hear your side of the story because I want to be correct in my own right. I want to take in all the information I can to be the better, to, to be the best and most informed me that I can be. But if you look now in, in 2014, you know, we've got 12 and nine. So like we've got this growing 
number of people who are so entrenched on their side of the political spectrum that th these are these are the people that don't budge. These are the ones where if you say, let's have a conversation, they get physical with you because, you know, how dare you challenge my, how dare you challenge my view, you know, or I, I don't care if science does say it, you're still wrong, you know? Yeah, there's a piece about that also that is uh, very interesting to me. Uh, if you come back mm -hmm. up over to those. Yeah. The uh, 1994 numbers showed the mixed, the middle ground, 49% of those people. Yep. For 2004, it stayed at 49%. Mm -hmm. So there were people that were still consistently wanting to be somewhere in the middle or, or were for whatever reason. Again, there's there's play, there's wiggle, there's there's a, a mixture of ideas and ideals. Come down to 2014, and that number is down from 49% consistently over 20 years to 39%, down 10 points. And which, I would be willing to bet that even now, five years later, this number has probably shrunk even more. Possibly. Yeah. Very possibly. You know, We're and very balkanized as a nation. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of, um, <laughs> and if Republican governors and, and other governors are going to keep making laws like this, they're not helping. Mm -mm. They're, no. they're, they're most certainly not helping with the, with the issue. Especially when you got the people who are. I think one of the biggest problems is that we end up with people that are making policy based on emotion rather than evidence. Evidence-based policy has shown itself to be consistently I don't think that's it, though, Shujin. I mean, even though some of the lawmakers are totally medically clueless about how any of this stuff works. Oh, and, I, and, and wait a minute. Let's be fair. They've shown that they have been. Well, they have. But my point is this has been an agenda from the far religious right to overturn Roe v. Wade for ever since it was passed. I mean, mm -hmm. ever since 73, they've been trying to overturn it. And if you will notice, a lot of these abortion bills are very closely worded one to another. They're being passed at the same time. It's a coordinated attack. It is. But yeah. even so, the coordination is based on a feeling. It's their, their well, as, as I'm sure Joseph will go ahead and jump over in here, well, their religion dictates that they do this, that they take over government and that they do this. And so they're doing it. These people just haven't a fucking clue how to survive on their, they don't know how to think for themselves. They don't know how to judge the value of everything. So they have to defer to others to do which that is, for them. Which is what those others want. Yeah, there's only just a very few actually dictating, you know, the rules and the rest of the people are either enforcing them or following them. 
it, yeah. it all comes back to the same phenomenon, but uh, I'm always, you know, harping on it again and again, and I'm probably going to have to explain it to some length. But I mean, really, if you look through, if you look at everything that's going on through that lens, you know, you've got half of humanity that has to survive by imitating others because they can't decide anything for themselves. Well, they're going to be victim to all sorts of, um, you know, manipulation. And um, what they're doing is not going to make a lot of sense because um, their definition of good is same and that's it. You know, same as whatever model they've been chosen or dictated. And um, since there's no rationality in that, um, that leads straight away to violence if they're confronted. Because it's it's an affront to their their survival because it's the only way they know how to survive is by just following the model. Yeah, I think it would be really really funny if these uh, conservative, forgive me, extremists, who are intentionally wedging into the the political machine, if they were to be confronted with the idea that the 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 mirror that what they're doing is no different than what the church of scientology did in invading various different uh areas of politics in the irs and you know they got they got called out on it and they got investigated and they got they got found out and how much different is that really from what the evangelical christians are doing these days I don't think there's any real difference when all is said and done, other than the fact that they're being completely overt about it. Well, and from what word on the street is, uh, Brown v. Board of Education is probably next on the chopping block. Um, I don't even know what to say about it, that. You know, all of this, Tracy Harris put something about um, the other day, I think it was yesterday even, she made a post about not understanding the logic of people um, defending the abortion bill. And I answered um, that it's, it's not even really about abortion. It's about because abortion is just one of those moral gray areas where we society has not pronounced itself definitive, definitively. So like any room, any any these guys who want to shoehorn in their dictator dictatorship or dictator or dictator whatever um they will take any moral gray area like you know gay rights or gender equality and things like that they just use that as a as a means to shoehorn in their their quote-unquote controversy just to shoehorn in their the dictate it, it really doesn't matter what the subject is it's just that we're not decided for ourselves you know what's right and what's wrong it's it's still controversial so they just see a way in and that's all and they're just using like these laws just to try to drive a wedge in and make the the divide greater well i know that if they impose segregation in this country again that's definitely going to create a huge wedge all hells can break loose no doubt there but there are 28 judges that Trump is looking at appointing to you know, fe uh, federal lifetime appointments. And when they were asked if uh, Brown versus Board of Education was the, you know, decided correctly, they would not 
say yes that it was they could not bring themselves to say that that was a good decision so who gets to decide where the middle ground is who gets to say who the statesmen are who gets to say that there is an actual arbiter who can help decide what is a valid point and what is a valid course and what isn't or what is an acceptable loss in trying to solve a problem versus not there's a big problem right there mm -hmm. because nobody any. wants to yeah and nobody wants to go ahead and put a put a chit down on any one person because well somebody else is just going to come along and like that shit on fire, kind of like Bill Nye did. I gotta, I gotta find that video. I gotta, I gotta link that video. That was a great I video. That, that was hilarious. Yeah, for those of you that didn't know about it, yeah, I'll, I'll find, <laughs> I'll find the link to that. It was, it was, it was a great moment. But that's the problem, isn't it? Who, there, stereotypically, God, I hate having to do this. Stereotypically, there is a group that will consistently say i am willing to agree to someone who is following evidence-based information and scientific fact to the best of our current abilities and others groups that will consistently buck against that in full opposition mm -hmm. and therein lies that big divide right there isn't it why the hell should that even be? Why is why, why is Dunning-Kruger accepted as being not just worthwhile, but worthy and worth exaltation to? Because thinking is hard. And my daddy and his daddy and his daddy before him all followed this particular leadership role. So mm. if it's good for them, it's good for me. These are the same these are the same people that, you know, my family for generations has voted Republican or has voted Democrat. We see no reason to change. It's the way it's always been. Nothing has really changed for us, so why should we? Even though reality has, you know, slapped them in the face repeatedly. But they don't want to think for themselves. And I, and I think that's the biggest problem. And uh, media companies and governments and other people who like the power of influence are trying to keep it that way and saying, "Don't you don't have to think. Let us think for you. Just keep me in power and I'll keep you feeling that you're doing the right thing. You know, we'll, we'll continuously give you that dopamine drip. Just keep us in office. And also, a lot of people are afraid of change. I mean, I understand being afraid of change, but why the hell are people going along with being dragged back to the 1920s I or earlier? No, I stand by it. Fear of change. But that would be changing things from where they were 30 years ago. Right. And probably for the past 30 years, these people have been uncomfortable, stressed, enraged, ticked off. Uh, felt ignored, felt undervalued, uh, and now they're finally being able to, these people are probably like addicts 
who've now seen the first hit of their drug of choice for the first time in 30 years, you're going to fall all over each other and grab it. Well, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Everybody knows something's wrong. The, the, the subconscious doesn't lie. I don't know what percentage of the population is on antidepressants because, you know, the sub whatever's going on in their subconscious that oh boy, would that be a good subject for basically show? unhappy? Um, they can't rationalize it. So they, you know, turn to whatever alcohol, antidepressants and all that. Anyways, a good lot of the population there, they're quite aware that they're unhappy, but they don't know why. You know, that's, that's, that's cute of you to think that, you know, so many of us are on antidepressants that we could actually uh, uh, afford antidepressants. It's, it's, that's adorable. I, looked at the numbers and I was just um, blew my mind. I, yeah, but I, had, I had no idea that Shujin, a lot of people can't afford the over-the-counter antidepressants, but you know, that's what that's what the other stuff's for. Have another drink. That's have another Boston. drink. Have another hit. Do another line. Have, yeah. another, have another needle. Um, you know, Go to Oregon and, and, and not have to worry about possession charges. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about, you know, how it's it's nationally legal up here. And I've heard people comment like, man, if only it would just be available in every, you know, down there in all of the United States. And then I think about some of the states that I've visited and some of the ones that we talk about on this show. It's like, it is never going to happen, at least in our lifetimes. Well, New York's working towards uh, legalized marijuana a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Trippin is asking, uh, what is the... See, I, I had a hard time actually reading that at first because I, I was trying to figure out Q without a U, that's a that's a K sound. What do oh, you the think of QAnon. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is the QAnon babble about? Um, don't know. Don't care. I haven't heard it. I haven't heard spot anything about it. I haven't gone looking for it at the same time, but you know, it's oh, still a conspiracy whack thing that's on about how the deep state's trying to take down Trump and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, one would think that the most powerful, most successful person in the world would be able to find the deep state and get rid of it once and for all, right? What is deep state? It doesn't even make any sense. It's another conspiracy theory. It's just, it's the like, flat earth of it's politics. It's a trigger. It's basically just a trigger. It's a meaningless trigger that mm -hmm. it's like Pavlov's bells, you know, just ring the bell and they start they react. And it's it's it and that's scary. It, it's it's the paranoia. It's it's the belief that the country is hiding everything from you and it's so that they can off you at their whim whenever they need you to it's it's the mafia meets the political discord but just a nanosecond of observation and reflection would yeah turn that like deep state or like hello um like even if you have state laws you've got you know um kind of overridden by national laws <clears throat> you know so um the, the state is going to go rogue by what state? What it's just what where? It just, just it's just an empty nothing. Yet it just has so much reaction, and that yeah. doesn't say anything about the 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 phrase itself. It says something about the state of the people. I think there's supposed to be some super secret underground government officials or something. I don't know because well, we can't find anybody to blame all our fucking discomfort on exactly 
they just invent a like they they can't even come up with a reasonable straw man, so they just invent one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what they do with a god. But uh, anyways, and I don't know if they're the same people that that put out the rumor about uh, Hillary Clinton being involved in a pedophile ring in a pizza parlor. Oh yeah. my god! Yes, like, yes, even yes now. fake How news. Yeah. How can they still do that? Like after like three years after the election is over, like how does that even register? Be- because it's, just, it's it's still the paranoia factor and it's the double I, down. It no, is. But the thing, it, it, you can call it what it is, but the thing, the the problem is, is that it's working. Or you know, if it yeah. wasn't working, these guys would stop repeating themselves. Oh well, yeah, they show up in Trump rally. Yeah, Trump rallies wearing T-shirts with Q on it and stuff. Because and, I honestly sometimes like this may sound arrogant or condescending, or whatever. Just I just wonder sometimes how some people manage to feed themselves. I mean, uh, this type of how, mm-hmm. how can these people hold jobs? I don't know. A lot of them don't. And there's uh, there's another piece of this too, and and I'm kind of just pitching this one out there because it just kind of popped in my head. You know how I keep telling you guys every once in a while I get something that just kind of triggers into my head. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I wonder in the Venn diagram that constitutes those that believe in the QAnon thing, how much overlap there is with the Second Amendment people, the <clears throat> the the absolutely over the top Malone Labay type of people. For those of you that don't speak Greek, it's uh, fuck me up the ass with my gun. Thank you. Send all your hate mail over to Shujin Tribble at holycrapthevlogcast.com. Feel free to go ahead and do that. You're welcome. <laughs> and and uh, they probably some overlap with the 9-11 truthers, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, you know, with, with that group, I don't think there's nearly as much. But I I really, really fear... And I, I don't say that lightly. I really fear how much overlap there really is with the the cult of personality with Donald, with the QAnon, with the Second Amendment. Um, Alex Jones. Uh, now you see, there's there's an example of like Joseph. You were wondering about uh, how people can keep going. And this is where I, this is where I sharply disagree from a lot of uh, free speech advocates, a lot of people who uh, were, who cried censorship when Jones was basically deplatformed from mainstream social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And I was personally glad to see him go, mm-hmm. for one reason and one reason only, Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. He, That's good enough reason. Yeah, yeah, but he went over and over and over again, saying that that was an inside job. That there there were no casualties. There were actors. The the shooting never happened. Uh, it was all a giant government cover up. And he, in the face of facts, he doubled and tripled down. Now, okay, look, you want to go out and start yelling and screaming stuff like that? Fine. I'm not worried about Alex Jones. I'm not scared of Alex Jones. What I am worried about are the followers. Mm -hmm. Because after 
uh, he started spouting that, his followers went nuts. Yep. Chasing down these people and accusing them of faking it. And where, again, uh, families have had to move many times, can't visit the graves anymore because of the, of the hate. This is what I have a problem with, is that you have these people, these personality cult leaders, and their followers end up doing stuff. Okay, maybe it's not endorsed by the person who spouted it, but I still ultimately, ultimately, I believe they do bear some responsibility for it. Now, that's a pretty unpopular opinion. I mean, I'm all for, I, I do believe in freedom of discourse. I do believe in freedom of speech, um, at least on the American side. I can't remember off the top of my head what we've got up here. Uh, we're a little bit more restrictive up here. Um, again, I could probably get you something on it eventually, but the, the, the fact is, look, I, I'm okay with people being able to want to say stuff. But if your speech causes, or if your speech incites, even though you don't directly speak it, if you don't directly say it, if it still incites a level of violence and harassment on the part of your followers, your fans, or just some nut who's, you know, totally otaku over you, um, yeah, I, I do think you bear some responsibility for that. These and, the, and, and Jones, I believe, I think he still holds to it. I can't, I, I can't remember if he's finally admitted he was wrong or not, but the fact is the damage, even if he did, the damage has been done. And there are people out there now, there's a, a big swath of the populace out there who now thinks Sandy Hook was was a hoax, even though it wasn't. I don't know. Trump was all yelling and screaming about Alex Jones being deplatformed. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, now, apparently now he set up a website where, you know, have you been banned by Facebook, Twitter, and uh, what's the other one? Well, Facebook, Doesn't matter. Yeah. Snapchat. Whatever. Yeah. Like, ha have you been banned because you're a conservative? Come to this website and share your story. Give us all this information and we'll, you know, we'll add you to the data bank. Oh, and he was throwing is, up threats on Twitter. I was going to say, well, we're watching you. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> okay, look. Or we're monitoring. Yeah. I, I, I don't mean to say this. Uh, I only mean to say this in the, uh, the social colloquialism in which it's been put into these days. Uh, Twitter is nothing more these days than a gigantic 240 character per second or per, per post Spurg fest. It is so rare these days that I see anything even remotely coherent on that platform other than people just yelling and screaming and basically being absolutely rotten people. You know? I don't care what side you're on. You know, you can be rotten on the left. You can be rotten on the right. You can be rotten right down the freaking middle. The fact is there are a lot of bad people out there. A lot of people who have no business having a keyboard, especially if they're doing it just to get a rise out of people. Cause you know what? It's working and you're not helping the situation. Yeah. By the way, uh, just real quick. Uh, speaking of um, not helping the situation. Uh, yeah. There's somebody over in the chat who's, asking us about a different situation entirely. 
which has literally nothing whatsoever to do with our show tonight. Um, you're more than welcome to send an email over and we will consider the subject and the topic. But for otherwise, um, this has got nothing to do with our show. So um, not going to entertain it. But if you are going to go ahead and email me, feel free to do that. And please include as much information as is possible regarding your sources of information, please. I believe the expression I'm looking for is citation, please. So please feel free to go ahead and do that. But otherwise, what you're talking about has got nothing whatsoever to do with our topic. So thank you for your interest regardless. In any case, you know, the funny part of it is, you know, if, if you're going to deal with the people who are all kinds of concerned about the, well, have you been deplatformed and send us your information? Uh, yeah, you guys might have heard about all the people who are the, the guns right advocates who are, we don't want to be part of a national database because then they'll know who to come to in order to take away the guns. Uh, you, you, you kind of see where I'm going. Down, oh yeah. Down. There, there's a lot of, a lot of ironing choking going on there. Yeah. Bridget, you, you, you kind of, you kind of get the, the idea where I was going on that one, right? Yeah. They were kind of wanting to do some kind of a list of atheists with our addresses, telephone numbers and all that stuff. Yeah. That was a, that's a whole other one. Wasn't it? The, uh, the idea that if you are going to go ahead and put out a first amendment challenge for, uh, church state separation you can no longer be a john or jane doe because reasons uh, that's true. yeah if, if an atheist files a lawsuit against somebody or another for whatever reason they have to use their real name yeah i think that's because the ffrf keeps butt fucking these guys so badly <laughs> yeah and they figure that uh well if uh if if the public is going to go ahead and lynch mob them, maybe those uppity atheists will just shut up. Yeah. I almost said the wrong word, but you guys knew where I was going on that one because it's factually correct, historically accurate. Yeah. But the registry was really bizarre, too, that somebody was trying to do that. Yeah. No intimidation going on there. Nope. Nope. None whatsoever. That's Shujin Tribble, 1300 Elmwood Avenue, Buffalo, New York, 14222. Dial carefully and good luck. You're welcome. And get me a double double there while you're at it. Dude, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm doing I'm doing a triple triple. I want I want I want I want a triple triple triple. I mm. want nine shots right here. Right here. Just mm. drop it right in. We'll do it the easy way. Well, can we do a triple triple? Yes. Wow. <laughs> three sugars, three creams. They will do it. Um, and, three, the and, and drop three shots in there too, man. You know, the, the thing is that the double double is sweet enough as it is. Yeah. Like it is, it's brutally sweet. Right there, right there, right there. But, oh, wait, um, I can't, um, uh, Bridget, what, uh, what, what color is it that I'm looking for? Is it, is it blue? Yes. It, it's, it's blue, right? Yeah. Trust me on this one. I've had enough. <laughs> I had enough phlebotomist look at my arms in the past couple of years to know this. Because uh, because if they hit the artery, the uh, the test tube becomes a projectile. Got it. Yeah. Um. I'm. Um. Hmm. I got a problem. I can. Uh, uh, sorry. I said I was I was lucky. I can't see real good, but um. Yeah. This blue. Yeah. Thanks. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'll, I'll look it up later. I'm. I'm. I'm sure it's there. It's, Are you I'm looking just, for your artery? 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking for some way to put the, the triple drip into. Oh, I mean, just, just do look for something that's probably big and fat like a worm. Have you met me, woman? Yes, <laughs> You know, and here I was just about to talk about the coffee enema, but let's not go there. <laughs> it could also use the carotid in your neck and be closer to your brain. Uh, oh. it's not what I'm looking for. I'm, 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 look, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm looking for, um, a thump, a thump. I want Buddy Rich to suddenly be inside my, you know, cavity and just kind of playing games with me. See, and now I know that full well, there's a bunch of people right now that are just going, dude, uh, why pay seven bucks for a coffee when you could just, you know, go outside and, and walk around? Have you seen that laser death ball up there? Unregulated nuclear reactor? Seriously? You want to trust yourself to that? No, <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm sorry. No, I know better. Was that. it? Um, or we could use your femoral artery, but that's a little lower down, though. Oh yeah, let's let's not go with that one. <laughs> you see, you, you you talk about all these different arteries, bridge, and 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 I've had things put in those arteries, and yeah. have like uh, I I have had an angiogram, and it started in the femoral artery and ended right up about back here. Yep. That was not fun. Nope. The, nope. the, the the fact that it felt like when when they shot the dive, he said, "Okay, you might feel a little discomfort, a little discomfort." Well, there, there was no middle of the road there either. It felt like my head was about to literally eject itself from my neck, and the only reason it didn't because it was held there in place by my neck. <laughs> well, it, it it could have been that these were. Uh... Folks that were medically treated in, in in the U.S. and after the exchange rate, you know, figuring that they 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 would downplay it a little bit, maybe they got it wrong that way. Mm. I'm gonna just I, I'll just shut up now. Yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> could, could be one of those things. Uh... Anyway. Um. Oh. Oh. Okay, so motherfucker, you want to go ahead and you want to go ahead and do that one? Fine. Have fun talking to yourselves. If you refuse to read the blah, I don't care at that point. Why? Because if you can't be nice enough to do what any six-year-old is able to do and put up or shut up, you have no time to waste over here because bye-bye. Go away. Fuck off. Thank you. You just wasted everybody's time. I am dumber now for having looked at the recycled photons from your text. Bye. <laughs> You're welcome. You can just fuck right off. You want to go ahead and be that way? Nobody asked you to come over in here, little wilting flower. You chose to go ahead and type to us. Goodbye. Fuck off. I don't care. How many did I use at this point? Dallin, are you, are, have you been keeping track? Or am I supposed to tonight? Was I, I don't know. I guess I, you know what? Um, more than my fair share tonight. And yeah. I didn't go ahead and age restrict tonight. So, Oops. yay. Uh, you know what? I don't care tonight. I don't. And it's got nothing to do with the Fosters. Why? Because I still have what feels like a quarter of a can. And how much did I drink? I had a third. Seven. I had five. I had five mouthfuls. Just to see from when it was cold to now where it is uh, room temperature. It's beer. Doesn't matter. I did not have nearly enough alcohol to do anything to me. So 
whatever. Yeah. And by the way, um, if you're still there and if you're all kinds of pissed off, I don't care. Why? My show, my rules. You don't like it, piss off. You got your own show. Oh, right. And um your let me let me let me let me let me see. Let me see real quick. How many people do you currently have on on uh, on on your thingy over there? Because I saw it. you've got your own show. You've got your own hangouts and everything. You have a whole whopping nineteen people. Um, subscribe to you. I will admit we don't exactly we're not exactly knocking down uh, Markiplier's numbers, but uh, I'm sorry. Thanks for playing. Bye bye. We can always deal with that a little bit later. So if anybody wants to go ahead and um, white knight this guy, I'm not going to endorse that. But I also am not your police force, so do as you will. Have fun with that. Or better yet, don't do anything with them. Because letting people just sit out there in whatever little place they want to be is fine let them be in obscurity anyway oh crap look at that it's actually uh it's actually past closing time shit um yeah. okay uh anybody got something to close off with because uh, shit i don't have anything off the top of my head yes uh bridget anything no just screw all these states with their anti-abortion anti-woman legislation trying to turn us into gilead just yes fuck off See, tell tell these people that, that uh, they can get screwed. Isn't isn't that what got them in the the problem in the first place? They did, but it takes a male to participate, and it's males that are making these stupid laws because they don't know what the hell they're doing because they hate women. See, this this so, is why this is why having sex with a horse is so much better. The chromosomes don't work together, so yeah, they don't I mean, have to worry about that. Exactly. See, and and I mean, but. You know, something else could come about out of this. If women are going to go to prison for life for having an abortion, then they might as well kill the guy who knocked him up on the way out because it's a twofer, right? Exactly. I wouldn't get one. Women eat that shit up. Yeah, uh, I saw that earlier. Uh, I saw your post, Bridge, on that. Um, there are a lot of ways this could go. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know what to think anymore. Um, you know, if there's anything to what this crackpot said about, uh, actually, I, I did go looking about the whole S-400 thing. Uh, S-400 is a Russian missile system, and apparently Turkey has purchased quite a few of them. Anyways, um, but if, if there's anything, any credibility to everything else he said, we got to get our priorities straight, folks. You know, the, this passing laws like this because somebody wants to make sure that their kid can get away with raping, with, with you know, slipping roofies to their, uh, to their girlfriends in college so they, and so they can get away with it. Oh. You know, that's the first thing that comes to mind is that these laws are being passed because these old farts are trying to protect their own kids who are completely out of control. You know, I mean, if you, 
if you have the ability to pass laws that would protect your kids from the prison system and of course protect your family's reputation as we talked about last week with tech um you'd do it i know you would so i'm trying to get a couple things uh organized but anyways over here. Sorry about but that. uh no our priorities are completely messed up um so much potential wasted on minutiae when we should be looking to trying to make make the countries better. But what are we stuck doing? We're stuck fighting laws like this. We're, we're stuck witnessing as these old religious farts continuously try to exert power that they that there's no reason to. I still haven't found a rational reason for what they're doing. And I, I can understand why there's so much outrage right now. I just wish there was something we could do about it where people would actually look at it and take it seriously. Joseph, anything for you for tonight to finish off of? Morning, I guess, for you. No, I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me on. Okay. And I hope you, you're not going to be here next week. Is that it? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover that in a couple moments. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have fun whatever you're doing. Funny about that. Uh, real quick, the only uh, the only last item that I can uh, uh, that I can throw at everybody for um, how I feel about the whole damn thing is. Like I said, legislation by feeling is horrible. Legislation by facts works. Easiest way of describing this one is to look at engineering. Engineers, when they go to build something, they have to conform to the best known ideas about how physical items work, how they operate, what their stresses are. Look no further than something like the Brooklyn Bridge. It's been standing for a very, very long amount of time, even though it was made quite a long time ago and made primarily out of stone. Yeah. And? Well, the end is they used what physical properties were understood and understood pretty damned well. When you use that, you end up with bridges that last for decades upon decades. Roads built by Rome that have lasted millennia. Space probes that end up leaving the solar system and taking the first tentative steps into interstellar space. What's wrong with that? Other than the fact that your mythology has to take a backseat to rationality. And, well, sorry your feelings got hurt, but we'd like to cure cancer. Thank you very much. And if you don't want to participate, 
you can go ahead and just sit in the corner in your ignorance and rock back and forth and complain that nobody wants to listen to you. And when you're ready to go ahead and get treated for cancer, we'll be ready to help you. With that, we got to go ahead and close up time. Like I said, thank you everybody for being with us tonight. Hope you had yourself a good time and uh, found something worthwhile in all of what we did and uh, found something to think about for later. Uh, Really quickly, since it was brought up, yes, I will not be with you guys next week. I am going to be in the middle of, actually, at, at this point next week, I will be in the, roughly the home stretch, so to speak, Dallin knows what I'm, what I'm uh-huh. sort of making reference to, uh, of my 36-hour stream. I will be doing a 36-hour charity radio stream based out of Second Life for the Ride for Roswell, which is the group that I've got my hat for over here. Uh, I still have to get my team actually properly registered. There's stuff behind that I will not really talk about too much for reasons, but I will be doing that. I will make sure that the word goes out onto the various social platforms for us for holy crap but you know that's that's what i'll be doing you'll be able to uh, listen in tune in stream it uh preferably via wi-fi because that will eat up mobile data pretty damn quick if you're if you're listening even though i will be going through a lot of my uh my music stuff and we'll see how that all plays out if anybody would like to contribute again i will have the uh i'll have the information out there so folks can take advantage of it uh I will I will cover what's going to be happening next week in in just a second for you guys. Uh, of course, Joseph, thank you very much. You have yourself a good morning. Uh, enjoy your coffee. What's left of it? Fair enough. You going to be uh, headed off to the uh, uh, headed off to the uh, countryside yet again this week? Uh, not this month because I have a website to work on. Well, Unfortunately, but uh, we'll see for what uh, June. There's still June, July, so we'll see. Still, good luck on that, man. All right, thank you. Y'all yeah, take care, man. Okay, Bridget, of course. Thank you for your time. And um, see, this this was this was this was my week to go ahead and and have all kinds of invectives out there. Under his eye, praise be. What? Under his eye, praise be. Okay. I'm, if that's a reference, I'm not getting it. Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Even sent ice weather. Ah, yes. It's lucky, lucky enough because the, the left coast was getting, uh, was was supposed to get pummeled with feet of snow and then rain and yay. But, oh, uh, if anybody wants to find me, you can find me on Facebook, Bridget Fitch. Or find me at my blog at richardfitch2112.wordpress.com. You have yourself a, a good week. And, uh, well, two weeks. You take care of yourself, huh? Yep. See you in a couple of weeks. Okay. And uh, normally, of course, I, uh, I end off with Dallin. And usually I, I thank him for being the audio bitch. But he's probably going to end up uh, operating next week for me in, in my stead. So thank you. <laughs> That's the plan, yeah. We're gonna. Well, I'll see you next week then. Okay, good. (laughs) I'd hate to be doing this alone. Yeah, that would uh, suck. 
yeah, so yeah, I'll be trying to run the show next week. Uh, probably going to be a free for all in terms of what we're going to talk about because, well, you know, we all have a lot of things to get off our chest, and I would definitely like to provide that kind of forum. So, yeah. Plus, I don't want to. I don't want to lock you down into you know having to think about okay, what's topics must be trying to keep on the topic and the whole thing. I figure. <laughs> well, we he and I talked about it uh, last night, and basically kind of figured having having it open gives him a lot more flexibility that he doesn't need to be trying to corral everybody unless uh, unless something happens this week that is like an absolute slap in the face that maybe we all want to talk about i'll try to leave it open but uh let's face it you you guys down there are becoming the masters of hold my beer so mm -hmm. ain't that the case but in any case again thank you very much for all of the what you do man yeah glad to do it of course um I am the uh, the custodian of the audio version of this show over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. Uh, if I ever get around to feeling like writing something that uh, maybe wouldn't be on this show, you can catch that over at inthewind.yo5.ca. Appreciate it, man. So, folks, uh, it, is, it is that time. Uh, like I said, I will be looking forward to uh, speaking with you guys, myself, on here two weeks from now. I... I will let you know that I am going to be a little nervous, as usual. Uh, I've been doing this charity stream one way or another for several years at this point. Uh, th not 36 hours. That's that's only something that I've been doing the last five, six years. I forget how long it's been. But um, it's, it's, it's a bit of a thing. And it's a bit of a misnomer, too. Because I start with Dallin, and uh, I don't know if Joey's going to be back at that point. I don't think so. Hmm. But um, Dallin and I have got our, our usual Friday night show that we start with for three hours. And then I pick up from there. So I'm basically going to be on the air broadcasting, streaming from local local time, Eastern, 9.30, probably a little bit more like 9.25 p.m., Friday night and not finishing until 1230 p.m. like after afternoon on Sunday morning or Sunday Sunday afternoon. So I'll be a little punch drunk by that point. But it's for one good reason. Revenge. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I want revenge for my wife. Next week marks 14 years since we lost her. I want my revenge. Little bit by little bit, I do believe that we will get it. May not be in my lifetime, but I'm going to keep doing the damnedest that I can to see that through. So with that little piece out of the way, you all have yourselves uh, a good week and try to take care of yourselves. As always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And like I said, it's almost 14 years later.
I am still in love. Matene Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Till the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.